Week 3 of the 2022 NFL season has just concluded. It was another exciting NFL weekend here in 2022 with some upsets, teams that just can't get it together, and storylines are starting to brew and distill. Let's talk about it. But first though, let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Brew Stilled. I'm your host Brandon, and for this edition of Brew Stilled, I'll be recapping week 3 of the NFL season, which was a weekend full of upsets, and also a very unique score at the end of the Sunday night football game between Denver and San Francisco. We're definitely starting to see several unique storylines starting to brew and distill in this year's NFL season after week 3, and I can't wait to see where these storylines go in week 4 of the 2022 NFL season. But before I recap this week's action of the NFL, what beer am I pairing for this week's edition of Brew Stilled and for NFL Week 3. Well, that beer is called Final Fantasy Number 1 from Blackstack Brewing. This excellent craft beer out of Minnesota is a double imperial hazy IPA, New England style. This beer is also part of an exploratory series from Blackstack Brewing, which really does show variants of the hops. This beer is brewed with Citra, Simcoe, Syro hops, also mixed with Phantasm. This beer also has a very nice, juicy, tropical flavor to it, with a very soft flavor. That also has a very nice sweetness at the end. There's a slight earthy flavor to this, which really does add to the intrigue of this excellent IPA. Also very nice, hoppy effect. It has a very faint bitterness, but overall, this craft beer, this excellent IPA from Blackstack Brewing is very solid. An excellent product of the Minnesota craft beer scene. One thing that really does stand out with this beer, those windy ingredients, which are blank grape skins from New Zealand, which also does add an international element this excellent double hazy IPA. And that beer is called Final Fantasy Number no. 1, a double IPA, New England style, and hazy one at that, from Blackstack Brewing in St. Paul, Minnesota. Definitely do check it out. So let's go ahead and recap the past weekend of the NFL for NFL Week 3, which was another good week for the NFL in terms of NFL action, a lot of surprises, upsets, and also lots of questions for some of our best teams in this year's NFL season. But it's still pretty early in the NFL season, so a lot can change in the next few weeks. Teams that are losing can become contenders, and teams that appear to be contenders could also fall apart. So right now a lot is up in the air right now, but this past weekend in week 3 of the NFL, there was definitely a lot of action, surprises, and a lot of excitement. The first game that definitely comes to mind was one of the games of the week between the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. This was a classic AFC East matchup, one of the games that hyped up last week here in Bruce Stilled, and where the Buffalo Bills traveled down to face off against their division rival the Miami Dolphins down in Miami, Florida. This game was a classic game for the weekend when the Miami Dolphins defeated the Buffalo Bills by a score of 21-19. It was a close game and also a close win for the Miami Dolphins, but also a key win for the Dolphins as well as they still remain 3-0. Right now the Dolphins are the only undefeated team in this year's NFL season by being 3-0, while the Buffalo Bills suffered the first loss in this key divisional matchup. But also one of the highlights of the game was, Tua suffered an injury in the game. He cleared concussion protocols by saying it was a back injury when he came up from the injury appearing to be wobbly. He was taken back into the locker room 
and tested, only to come back negative for a concussion. But right now, the NFL Players Association has been saying they're going to launch an investigation in terms of how this was investigated and how Tua, the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, got cleared so quickly. So we shall see what happens in week four with Tua and the Miami Dolphins if this injury does indeed linger. But despite that, though, the Dolphins won their game by a score of 21-19 over the Buffalo Bills. Giving the Miami Dolphins a key victory early in the NFL season and also placing them at the top of the AFC East. But how long will it last? I'll get to that later when I get to my questions segment. The next game that comes to mind was another game that I watched, and that was the Tennessee Titans against the Las Vegas Raiders. Another close game, a must-win for both teams, as both teams had yet to win in this year's NFL season. The Tennessee Titans won this game by a score of 24-22 over the Raiders, giving the Titans their first win, and also making the Raiders 0-3. Definitely not a good game for the Raiders. The Raiders need this win, as they're also in the AFC West, because the Raiders must win in order to make contenders in the AFC West. But unfortunately for the Raiders, they lost this key matchup. Personally, I thought the Raiders were going to win this game. They look good offensively, but right now the Raiders appear to be a victim of circumstance and mistakes in key NFL matchups early in this season. That does appear to be an obstacle for the Raiders right now in their first three NFL games. The Raiders, in my view, could have easily been 3-0, but unfortunately for the Raiders, it's just not happening right now. It appears they are in a transition mode right now with their new coach, Josh McDaniels, and the addition wide receiver Devontae Adams. But Devontae Adams has also been successful on the field by scoring touchdowns, being a good matchup for quarterback Derek Carr. But what do the Raiders need to do to finally get over this hump and get their first win, which they definitely need to do in week four. But for the Tennessee Titans, they got their first win of the season, which definitely is a must win for them to have a footing in the AFC South, which right now does appear to be dominated by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So this game for both teams is very much interesting. Josh McDaniels faced off against his old colleague, Mike Vrabel. They both were together with the New England Patriots, with Mike Vrabel, a player, and Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator. And also both coaches are from my home state, the state of Ohio. So this game was a very interesting game, the Raiders and the Titans, but also Titans walked away the victory by defeating the Raiders by a score of 24-22. We shall see how these two teams do in week four, because both teams definitely have a lot of catching up to do, especially the Raiders, as they are now 0-3. The next game is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who defeated the Los Angeles Chargers by a score of 38-10. It was by far seen as an upset, but overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they are a team on the rise. They are in a post-Urban Meyer era with a new head coach, and also with Trevor Lawrence getting into his group as a starting quarterback for Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence had a very good game with three touchdown passes, but for the Chargers, they lost this game. Definitely not a good game for the Chargers, and there were scenes where Justin Herbert appeared to be in pain with his rib injury. Before the game started, it was reported that Justin Herbert was going to be a game-time decision if he's going to start this game because of his rib injury. But he did start, and he played through the entire game, but I'm starting to wonder, is his rib injury from Justin Herbert going to be an issue going forward for the Chargers? Should the Chargers bench Justin Herbert, allow him to heal, in order to him fully recover to be more effective in future NFL games? But also, if they do that, how long would Justin Herbert be out, and will that jeopardize their entire season? That is definitely something the Los Angeles Chargers have got to get resolved going forward in the season if they're going to get back to being a contender in the AFC West. But also, it could definitely very well sink their entire season. So it does appear the Los Angeles Chargers do have a crisis on their hands in terms of Justin Herbert. How will they resolve it? That does remain to be seen, but right now it does appear he will be starting week four unless something changes. But also, with him having an injury on the field, the job of the opposing team's defense is to make the opposing quarterback uncomfortable and also to hit that 
that quarterback. A major concern that definitely the Chargers should have is, what if the wrong hit from the opposing defense comes in Justin Herbert and makes his injury worse? That's probably something you're going to have to think about this week going forward in the season if they should bench Justin Herbert to allow him for a full recovery in order to avoid a much bigger disaster down the road. But going back to Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars are right now in a very good spot. They are looking very impressive on the field. Trevor Lawrence is looking great as their quarterback, definitely backing up his first round pick from last season. So how far the Jaguars go, that does remain to be seen, but I won't be surprised if Jacksonville Jaguars make the playoffs. Their new head coach, Doug Peterson, who is also Super Bowl winning coach of the Philadelphia Eagles is definitely showing great leadership for the Jaguars and also allowing Trevor Lawrence to improve his quarterback. That combo, head coach Doug Peterson and quarterback Trevor Lawrence for Jacksonville Jaguars has definitely been a valuable asset for Jaguars earlier in the season. We shall see how it goes going forward in NFL season as I definitely will continue watching Jacksonville Jaguars going forward. The next game is the Indianapolis Colts over the Kansas City Chiefs. This game was an upset for the Colts as they defeated the Kansas City Chiefs by a score 20-17. This game was seen as an easy victory for the Kansas City Chiefs, but in the end, the Indianapolis Colts pulled it off by getting their first win of the NFL season, and they may have also rejuvenated their entire season. You definitely want to get wins earlier in the season. The Colts had yet to get one, but they got their first win over the Chiefs, and the Chiefs also suffered their first loss at the NFL season. This score 20-17 was a close victory for the Colts, but also a key victory for the Colts, and also the first loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. So who was the factor in this game? Were the Colts just better or the Chiefs beat themselves? The Chiefs probably beat themselves, but there are also questions about Patrick Mahomes if he is indeed missing Tyree Kill, who is now with the Miami Dolphins. If Tyree Kill was there as wide receiver for the Chiefs, this game might have gone in a completely different direction in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. But they're still in command of the AFC West, and I definitely do believe they continue to maintain that command going forward. As for the Colts, they definitely need to build on from this victory because they're looking to become contenders in AFC South. They definitely have challenges with the Titans and the Jaguars, but this victory for the Colts over the Kansas City Chiefs might very well place the Colts in a more positive direction going forward in this year's NFL season after his key victory in Week 3. Next up is the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots, another high-scoring classic matchup, a very good game, one of the games of the week. This game ended up in a victory for the Baltimore Ravens over the New England Patriots by a score of 37-26, a good game for Lamar Jackson, and there is now MVP buzz going around for Lamar Jackson, and also New England suffered another key defeat. This is definitely not a loss New England wanted. There's been like some sort of rivalry between these two teams, between the Ravens and the Patriots, which ended in a victory for the Ravens, but also another devastating loss for New England. And also for the second time this season, Mac Jones, quarterback for the New England Patriots, was taken off the field for what appears to be an ankle injury. It came back negative or something worse, but right now it does remain to be seen if he'll come back for week four. Earlier reports are saying right now it is undetermined what's going to happen with Mac Jones in week four, but the worst case scenario that has been reported right now is he might be out for six to eight weeks in the worst case scenario. If that does happen, how would that affect New England Patriots going forward in the 2022 NFL season? We shall see because the Patriots are very notorious for being very secretive about their injuries, so we may not know to week four on game day if 
if Mac Jones will indeed play. But as for the Ravens, they definitely got a key victory. Lamar Jackson looks great. He could very well be the MVP at this year's NFL season should this performance improve, which I do believe it will. But also the Ravens definitely need to bounce back this week after the loss last week against the Miami Dolphins. And right now I'm starting to wonder, will the Dolphins and the Ravens meet again in the playoffs. If this all continues for both teams with the Dolphins winning and the Ravens winning like they are, it could very well happen. The next game on the list is the Battle of the Bay. The Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it were Tampa Bay and Green Bay faced off against one another with Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady, which resulted in the victory for the Green Bay Packers by a score of 14 and Tampa Bay 12. This game came down to the wire, Tom Brady leading a last minute drive, he scored a touchdown and he tried to go for two to tied the game at 14, only to come up short in the end, allowing Green Bay to win the game down at Tampa Bay. This was a key victory for the Packers, and also the first loss for Tampa Bay in this year's NFL season in Week 3. Now, I thought this game was a much more high-scoring game. There definitely were a lot of factors, though, that definitely did affect the outcome. Now, Mike Evans was suspended, and also Chris Godwin also did not participate due to an injury, which I do believe were the main factors that definitely did influence the outcome of the game. Had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin been in this game, it might have resulted in a victory for Tampa Bay. It resulted in a key victory for the Green Bay Packers, giving Aaron Rodgers his second victory over Tom Brady. There are also less issues in the Green Bay offense, so perhaps Aaron Rodgers is working better with his new wide receivers, and also do not be surprised if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Green Bay Packers face off against one another in a rematch in the NFC Championship game, as both teams very well could be on a path to get there. The next game on the list is the 49ers and the Denver Broncos, which was a Sunday night game, which was also a very weird low-scoring game with a very unique score with the Broncos winning the game by a score of 11-10. The deciding factor in the game was a safety, which occurred when Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback for the 49ers, went too far back in the end zone to score a pass, only to step out of bounds, which killed the play, allowing the Denver Broncos to get two points from that safety. That safety came back to haunt the 49ers, which allowed the Denver Broncos to win the game by a score of 11-10, giving the Broncos their second win of the season by making them 2-1. But also another devastating loss for the the 49ers, who definitely need to keep pace with their divisional rival, the Los Angeles Rams, in the NFC West. And right now, the Denver Broncos are second place in the AFC West, just right behind the Kansas City Chiefs. So that throws the game some recapping for this week's NFL season here, Bruce Stilled. And here are my questions. My first question is, are the Miami Dolphins a new AFC IT team? And also, how far will they go in this year's NFL season? Right now, they're 3-0. They defeated the Buffalo Bills, which could have easily gone a different direction because on paper, the Buffalo Bills could have won that game. It definitely wasn't the best victory for the Dolphins. They definitely didn't do as well as the past two games, but they're still 3-0, the only undefeated team in the NFL season so far. But how far will it go? When will it be their first loss? I don't know right now, but I definitely do believe the Dolphins are a true contender in the AFC and also in the the entire NFL. It's a well put together team with a very good first year head coach with Mike McDaniel who is a former offensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. I definitely do see the Dolphins going to the playoffs and probably even more than a wild card playoff team. But they will face off against the Buffalo Bills again later this season in a game in Buffalo. So we'll see how much of a factor this playing the game in Miami was for the Dolphins because the next game will be in Buffalo which will be in much different weather and much colder weather as well. But right now Dolphins, 
I think they're definitely a contender in the AFC, but also in the entire NFL, as they are right now in my eyes, the new AFC IT team, and a team to watch in this year's NFL season. We shall see how they do in week 4. My next question is, what is going on with the Raiders? The Raiders right now are 0-3, they could easily be 3-0, but right now they're 0-3, they have yet to win a game this season. It appears that definitely circumstances not on their side in these games, especially what happened with them with that game with the Arizona Cardinals. The Raiders need to win in week 4, because going 0-4 definitely be devastating for the Raiders, but I just don't understand what is going on with the Raiders right now. They should not be 0-3. They got a good team, and a great coaching staff, and a great head coach with Josh McDaniels. But the Raiders right now are a ship in the ocean without an engine. They're looking for an island to get to, a destination that will give them a win, but right now they have yet to find it. I just don't know what's happening with the Raiders right now. There are definitely a team with a lot of questions right now, and I definitely don't think they're going to make the playoffs if they keep performing like this. They definitely got to turn the season around, which you could easily do. The question is, will they? And if so, will they make it happen in week four? My next question is, are the Jacksonville Jaguars another team on the rise? They're definitely off to a great start this season, and its past victory they had in this past weekend over the Los Angeles Chargers was very impressive for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So maybe too early to ask this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways, and that is, are the Jacksonville Jaguars an NFL team on the rise in the AFC and probably even beyond? They're definitely off to a great start. They're on the right track, and quarterback Trevor Lawrence is very much impressive on the field, and the new head coach Doug Peterson is also well in charge of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I do believe the Jaguars, if they continue this, they'll become a contender in the AFC South. They could probably even win that division and make it to the playoffs. But how far would they go beyond that, we don't know. But right now the Jaguars, in my view, they are a team on the rise and they are a team to watch. They're right now in their post-Urban Meyer era. Last year's season for the Jaguars was an epic disaster with Urban Meyer as their head coach, who got fired before the season was over last year. But right now, that is the exact opposite right now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're performing on the field. They are impressive. And head coach and quarterback combo with Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence is right now their most valuable asset. And they can maintain that. There's probably no limit to how far Jaguars can go. It may not happen this season, but if they continue this, they can definitely be contender in this year's season and even next season as well. My other question is, did the Indianapolis Colts begin to salvage their season by their victory over the Kansas City Chiefs? It's too soon to tell, but the Colts definitely scored a major victory over the most dominant team in the AFC West and one of the more dominant teams in the entire AFC conference. The Colts got a major victory over the Chiefs, and this right now could begin the process of the Colts salvaging their entire NFL season. They got momentum on their side right now, but can the Colts maintain this momentum going to week four of the NFL season? It's their first victory over a very talented team, but the Colts right now, they maintain that momentum if they're going to progress even further in this year's season, and they must maintain that going forward in week four of the NFL season. But the Colts, I do believe they're beginning the process of salvaging their season, but they got to maintain consistency in order to keep that going. As for Kansas City, it could just be a minor setback because no team can go undefeated in the NFL season. They are still in command of the AFC West, so Kansas City will probably bounce back most likely in week four. My next question is, 
Are the Patriots done this season, or will they just face problem after problem in this year's NFL season? We don't know yet about Mac Jones about his injury, and we likely will not know to this weekend, given New England's reputation for secrecy about injuries for their players. But New England has definitely had some problems in this season, and it's only week three, and both problems have involved Mac Jones. So we don't know if Mac Jones is going to complete the entire NFL season. We don't know if he'll be out for week four. If he is, New England's season will be in trouble. It would definitely jeopardize their stand in the AFC East and also jeopardize and probably even ruin their playoff aspirations. New England right now definitely does got a lot to get resolved with Mac Jones and right now he is their main guy at quarterback. So New England does need Mac Jones in week four and for the entire season. After all, he's their starting quarterback and their replacement for Tom Brady. So we shall see what happens with New England in week four, but this definitely was not what they needed this past weekend with that loss against the Ravens and also losing Mac Jones probably probably for six to eight weeks. There's a lot of mysteries here, a lot of unanswered questions, but right now one thing we do know is that the Patriots season is right now in doubt and also in trouble, making me wonder how will Bill Belichick navigate this complex problem that's right now being faced by the New England Patriots, because right now they're on the wrong track. Next up I have is, will Green Bay and Tampa Bay face off in a rematch in the NFC Championship game? I say that is definitely a strong possibility. Tampa Bay will bounce back after this loss against Green Bay, and Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers appears to begin to groove together with their new wide receivers, and also Aaron Rodgers continues to navigate a post Devontae Adams Green Bay Packers, which I definitely do believe he will get that together in week four and also beyond in the NFL season. So I definitely do believe Green Bay and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face off against one another in the NFC Championship game. It's not guaranteed, but it's also a possibility. The other question about this is, who will have home field advantage? Will it be Tampa Bay or Green Bay. Both teams definitely want to get the home field advantage. It's too soon to tell who will get it if they do face off against one another in the NFC Championship game, which definitely is a game they'll have to play in order to get to the Super Bowl. But I definitely do believe that Tampa Bay and Green Bay are on top in the NFC Conference right now. Green Bay right now has the advantage, as is Green Bay that defeated Tampa Bay in Week 3. It was, I saw, a less scoring game than originally expected. But right now this question is, will Green Bay and Tampa Bay face off against one another an NFC Championship game. Right now, I definitely do believe it's going in that direction, but it's up to them if both teams will make that game. And my final question is, what is happening in the AFC West? The AFC West was supposed to be the dominant division this year's NFL season, but the Raiders are 0-3. The Chargers lost this past weekend, and Justin Herbert right now is in doubt because of his rib injury. The Chiefs got upset by the Colts, and Denver is definitely having issues at the head coaching position in terms of clock management. So each team in the AFC West is having their own problem right now, and even though it's too early in the NFL season right now, there definitely are problems with the AFC West, because I thought they'd be more dominant early on in this season. But even though it's just week three, there definitely are problems going on in the AFC West. So, will the AFC West get together, and will they show themselves to be the dominant division in this year's NFL season? Or, was it all just hype to begin with? We don't know, but right now there are problems in the AFC West with the Raiders, the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Broncos each facing their own unique problem. Will these four teams overcome those problems beginning the week four of the NFL season, which right now will be key for all four of these teams? We shall see how they do in week four, and if both teams can get to AFC West, back in being the dominant division, and also the most watched and fascinating division in the NFL. Because right now, it's just not there. And that there concludes my questions for week three of the NFL season. We shall see what happens in week four of the NFL season with the games and questions that come from it. As the 2022 NFL season continues. So now, we're now 
about the end of week three of the 2022 NFL season, and storylines are starting to emerge. Amongst the storylines I do see, the Miami Dolphins being on the rise in the AFC East, and also the entire AFC. The Raiders being winless, making me wonder when will they get their first win, and do they still have a chance in the AFC West? There's also New England, and their lingering situation with Mac Jones as their quarterback, as some late news that just came in last night does say that he might require surgery that might keep him out for a quite extensive period of time in this season. It opens up a storyline for New England by showing where does their season stand without Mac Jones. There's also the AFC West, an ongoing battle there, and the Chiefs are indeed in full control, and they'll stay there. There's also Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, as their respective NFL franchises, the Packers and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, fight for control of the NFC, and if they're destined for a rematch in the NFC Championship game. There's also the Dallas Cowboys, who won their game last night in a very impressive win over the New York Giants, and also, are the Cowboys going to face a quarterback controversy? There has been whispers and hints of that happening. I don't think it's going to happen, but right now the Cowboys are opening up a very interesting storyline with Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush as their starting quarterbacks. As right now Dak Prescott is injured, with Cooper Rush filling in, and Cooper Rush also being successful in his role as a backup by leading the Cowboys to back-to-back victories, opening up another intriguing storyline for this year's NFL season, and one for the Cowboys, who are never short of storylines and drama. There's also Justin Herbert and the LA Chargers, and Justin Herbert will make it through the entire season with his rib injury. It's too soon to tell, but I definitely do believe he will, but the rib injury may be an issue going forward in the season. And there's also the new NFL head coaches. How are they doing? Overall, not too bad. Mike McDaniel being the new head coach in Miami in his first head coaching job in the NFL, but Nathaniel Hackett, head coach of Denver Broncos, is continuing to face clock management issues, and the Broncos are also struggling as well. So the storyline of the Broncos is how the Broncos navigate the rest of the season starting week four, and will they turn around in the AFC West? There's also Detroit Lions who lost a very close game. So the storyline for the Lions is, can they win a close game, and will they make it to the playoffs? It's still storylines and more that are starting to brew and distill in this year's NFL season, and I continue to follow these NFL storylines going forward here in Brewstilled as I cover the 2022 NFL season. And that there shall do for me on this edition of Brewstilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast and your desired podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated please do continue to enjoy the nfl season and look out for future content of topics of interest here in bruce stilled and also go out there enjoy some good beer bourbon whiskey i'm your host brandon thank you for joining me and i'll see you all next time and until then be brewed and be the still folks cheers Bye.